Ten. Pearl Jam's first album, as far as I know, was called Ten, but it was the first one. One, you put a zero into it, we're back at ten. Still confused why the first album was <laughs> called Ten, but that's what you got. Counting by ten was a very important thing to me as a child. I um, <laughs> found fives and tens to be my favorite, and I didn't apply that logic to other numbers. So I thought that was really easy, and everything else was really hard, even though it's all the same shit, essentially. Um, ten o'clock is a great time at night. It's like when shows go from being sort of like a little edgy and fam, but still like family friendly, <laughs> to being like USA Up All Night, my favorite. Of sheer. A lot of nineties references. Yeah. You two Gilbert Godfrey. Um ten. But there was a there was a comic book called Ten at some point, right? Like the ten I don't know. Top ten. Oh, I, don't know. Ben I, I read I read a lot of comics, but not all of them. I can't know everything. Um what else happens with ten? Five times two. <laughs> um there are uh ten. 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 My dudes, I just saw a billboard that's pretty exciting. (laughs) McRib is back! (laughs) Fuck the McRib. Yes. Ten. Whoa. Ten. Ten! Ten! We have to scroll for the next one. Ten. 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 Ten, I guess. Or whatever. Something. Don't. Okay, I'm, uh, you owe me some money now. Is that not how this works? Give me ten dollars. This is not how that works. Ten. Yay! That was a lot. A lot of tens. More than ten. We just do what we supposed to do. We shut it down. Yo. Yobo, it's time for Telefriends. What do we do on Telefriends, Case Dog? It's where we listen to the messages that our listeners leave at 304-518-JAMS. JAMS! I'm Casey Yobo. I am I'm Bo. Hi. <laughs> I've heard all these calls. You haven't heard any of them. That's true. So far... Everything you've said is true. So this is episode 10. 10. Cleaning house, episode 10. We're burning some calls. We got to get moving. (laughs) Because we got a lot of them. We got a lot to get through. We just heard a billion. Yeah, now we're going to start with call number 20. Cool, that's an excellent (laughs) place to start. I I don't know why we don't do that every time. Hey, Telefam, it's Brendan. Congrats on uh, episode 10. Uh, I'm following up on last week's call from Ify Wizardry regarding the world's fifth strongest vegan. And I just thought how it, uh, we experienced this from opposite sides of the room, and we were separated by a giant bookcase. So we were both hearing it, but like different parts. So I can tell you how this, this whole thing started. I walked into this particular store, Austin Books and Comics, um, to get my weekly comics, right? And so 
the woman working behind the counter says, hey, how you doing, Brendan? And I'm like, hey, I'm good. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Because it was right after Thanksgiving. And uh, I tell her my son had come to visit. And she's like, oh, did you guys go to the zoo? Have you ever been there? And uh, I'm like, yeah, because we have this really cool rescue zoo in Austin. And so we didn't go this time, we but we went before. We really do. And it becomes a conversation about animals and how much we like them. All right, so uh, I say, hey, great talking to you. I've got to go uh, grab my comics. <laughs> so I go around, a detailed I, I go story. to the back of the store and grab whatever I'm grabbing. And when I come back, the guy who had walked in right behind me is there talking to the same woman about animals still. And uh, he's like, oh, well, it sounds like you really like animals. Um, have you ever uh, thought about being a veterinarian? And she's like, No. Uh, because I couldn't stand the thought of having to put down an animal. And he's like, oh, well, are you vegan? And she's like, no, because I believe that we were made with teeth to tear flesh for a reason, which was not the answer he was expecting. Cause he goes, oh, because I was just going to say, I'm actually the world's fifth strongest vegan. Um... I didn't sense a whole lot of irony in it. And, I mean, I hate to bust on the guy for, you know, I don't, be vegan, that's cool, awesome, like, go for it. Uh, but it was just the awkward, humble, raggy way that it was dropped in the conversation where it absolutely didn't belong. Um, so, that's just another perspective on it. Um, bye! <laughs> I feel like we're going to be able to recreate this whole event eventually. Do you... Yeah, so last time we heard about the the strongest vegan yeah and we wondered like ha- a couple things like how he this drinks. seems like a like the way brendan describes it it seems like a routine it seems like a fucking like 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 he like uh you know what i'm saying like this is a bit he does yeah like this is a fucking like a pickup artist routine. Like yeah. I start with veterinarian, and then I work my way into fucking fifth strongest vegan. And then like now you notice I'm wearing a wrestling singlet <laughs> with a carrot on it. Do you think he, do you think in like early drafts was like third best third strongest <laughs> vegan? You know what? Fifth is what I'm gonna go with. This story changed my mind about this guy. Mm-hmm. Now I think that this guy isn't talking about his musculature. You, you're talking, he's talking his about resistance his to meat to vegan. Okay, I'm the fifth strongest. Vegan. <laughs> No, I had bacon six years ago. <laughs> I had a couple too many drinks. I want to know who the documented strongest vegan is. World's strongest vegan. If you know the world's strongest vegan, three, four, five, one, eight, jams, jams. Um. Yeah, I mean, do your thing, world's strongest vegan. I guess. Oh, man, I thought that was gonna arrive. No. So, Sorry. So hard. <laughs> But the, the most important part of the call is we we do have a really good zoo. We do. That place is a pretty magical place. I fed a deer out of my hand. Yeah. And a llama. Yeah. And the llama that, like, his ears would move only <laughs> when he came in to eat. <clears throat> Yo, we've yeah. met that turtle. What's that turtle's name? Oh, fuck. I got a video of that turtle. It's like Jerome. I need to put that video. We'll put that video up on. Yeah, uh, I got a dope-ass video of that guy, too. We got a website. Yeah, we're That's making one. We should, we should like put that video of that fucking turtle on there. <laughs> yeah. Might be the only thing on it right now, but for sure, that would be weird. Turtlevids.telefriends.com. <laughs> well, we are the preeminent turtle video <laughs> podcast. Ah shit! All right, keep it moving. Call twenty-four. It's nice and hot in this room. Yeah, it is. Hot Jesus like fuck. 
So, hello, Bo and Casey. I have been meaning to call since the beginning, and I can't think of a single interesting thing to say. I think of them, I think they are interesting. So I don't call. And then I listen, and I enjoy, and I think, oh, that's funny. (laughs) So I just wanted to call, to call, and say happy holidays, and possibly pose a poll question about how people feel about radio stations changing their programming completely once Thanksgiving hits to Christmas songs. That's a good And then only playing ten different ones. That's all I got. That's it. As good as I can do. But this thing is great. I enjoy listening to it. And uh, have a good holiday. Latest. (laughs) You too, buddy. (laughs) I want to say, like, I think... I don't know how you feel. Well, how, I mean, what do you got? I think that like, if you do like a dope ass twenty four hours of holiday music, like right in the lead up, yeah. But I do think it's bullshit that it's like the same ten songs. It's all. I mean, first of all, because yo, there's a lot of holiday jams. I just want you to know, like halfway through Thanksgiving Day, you're allowed to start Christmas music, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like two thirty. <laughs> As soon as you've like two thirty the afternoon of Thanksgiving. <laughs> as soon as Santa Claus rolls through on the Macy's parade. Okay, I like that. He's the, he's the end of the parade. Yeah, and then you can start Christmas music. You can yeah. So, <clears throat> How do yeah, there are only it? ten songs, right? There's and, a lot more. And like songs. one of them's good. Do you? Have, I was you know I was just talking about this yesterday. Is do you have a favorite holiday song? Like uh, classically, which one yeah, is yeah, my yeah. favorite? Yeah. I like Little Drummer Boy. It's a good one. I really like Jingle Bells, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and I was saying yesterday that there's that line in Oh Holy Night where, where it's <clears throat> a thrill of hope the weary world rejoices. Yeah. Like, that's a really good line. Yeah. I just like this thing about the little guy hitting his drum. I think that sounds like a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> just doing his goddamn thing but like i think we've had this conversation off podcast where off the pod best, the best christmas song of all time is the mariah carey song. oh yeah 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 like all i want for christmas like, is you it's I spent pretty fucking unfavorable but then it came up i heard it this year and i'm like yeah you got it mariah you're right on top of this thing yo i was i've been watching mariah carey's show oh no yeah it's amazing. She's is it like, shockingly normal. She is 100% not normal. She's like, like way show. not normal, but at the same time normal. Like There's zero fucking real about the reality <laughs> show. For a second, do you think anything that they don't want to happen? Wait, who's the lady, the magician? Zatanna? The magician from DC Comics? Yeah, she's dressed like Zatanna a lot Don't of the time. Did she say shit backwards? <laughs> no. And everybody's just like, yes, Mariah. That ain't, that's, that's not normal, though. A person who dresses like Zatanna is also not normal. That's true. I mean, aside from her wardrobe and lifestyle. Yeah. She's like... <laughs> yeah. Besides absolutely everything about her. I'm pro Mariah. That song that goes... That song's the shit. I'm so glad to hit me with that one more time. Nope. Did it go? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that one. 
Song's a jam. <laughs> What's your Christmas jam? This person didn't give us a jam, so it's not a jam in, jam out situation. But what's your your Christmas jam? You told me to... Look, here's the deal with telefriends. I don't fucking hear the calls beforehand. The only preparation I get to do <coughs> is Casey will sometimes tell me how many jams I need to select for a given episode. So... <sighs> I can give you a fucking... I'll give you a holiday jam. I think this person deserves a holiday jam. They were nervous about calling. They Um, finally did it. They clearly thought about it. And were were then worried that it wasn't a good call. Fair enough, fair enough. And and thank you for calling. This is... uh, I think I know who this person is, by the way. I don't. And it's somebody I went to high school But you gotta respect the call. It's somebody I went to high school with, I think, Uh that I haven't spoken to in like 10 years. It's 10 years too long. It seems like a really cool person. That's like awesome that... They would make that call. Um, fuck. So. This is going to be Mariah Carey, right? No. <laughs> this is going to be Quintron and Miss Pussycat doing Silent oh, Night. Fuck. You just play classics. So yeah, yeah, that was Silent Night by Quintron and Miss Pussycat. What do you think Miss Pussycat did on that track?
We were just talking about this. Uh, do you think she was dancing? Choice A. Uh, hitting a wooden block, jingling some jingle bells? I think it's the blocking bells, probably. Blocking the bells. Quintron sounds like a guy on the keys. Yeah. Person on the keys, I don't want to say. Quintron. Do we... I wonder if there's anyone who knows more about this Quintron character. I can't imagine. <laughs> Maybe the same person who wrote my hit of the year. Yo. The jam, jam sweeping my nation. Jam of the century. Uh, welcome to Telefriends. You, so, the, uh, so what happened was you had a, so what happened was you had a dream. I did. And in that dream, you wrote a song. I did. And you woke up with that song in your head, and it, how'd it go? We have ghosts. We have ghosts. We have ghosts. <laughs> It's a hit. And now, and so the deal was, we were like, anybody who is musically inclined that puts that song to actual music, we would call back. But yeah. we didn't call you guys back. Instead, oh, right here. Thank you for flying us in. Yeah, no problem. First like, in really appreciate studio that. guest ever. Oh, Yay! Yeah, the green room snacks were excellent. So, oh, shit. So, I'm Casey. This is both. This is Gavin. This is Gavin. I'm six foot eight, 135 pounds. How does that work? I thought that's what you do on podcasts. This never going to see you. Never going to know. This is Lauren. Say Lauren's whatever you want. Hi, I'm Lauren. See? Look at that. We got guests and everything. But we got guests. We it got should be guests. the new song. That's the follow-up. Yeah, we got guests. <laughs> yeah, so when we played that song last week... Oh man! Bo just didn't speak for like ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he just stared at me was like crying. He yeah. looked at me like, "Is this real? Is this happening?" It was yeah. the best reaction I could have ever hoped for. Shit, man! Best song, <laughs> best song ever. Thank you so much for making it. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. I lo- we love the show. It was an inspiration. Long time um, listener. One-time caller. <laughs> first time guest. We're the first guest, first right? Guests. You guys yeah, are the first, first guest on Teleprinter. Yeah, high fives. <laughs> I feel like you guys can do better. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. So who did what on this song? Gavin did everything. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren played the drum solos. Right on. Um. Well, I guess we should go back to the beginning. Let's bring it back, man. Okay. So... I was sitting, I was listening to Casey, <laughs> I was listening to Casey swing a sweet melody through my car speakers. Voice like an angel. And I was like... So you're a commute listener? Um, in this situation I was. Okay. I don't know how people consume this podcast. Oh, I, I think usually, I usually I'm consuming all over the place. I don't have a given place to <laughs> do it, but I, I, I do but have I, a Gavin place. Yeah, I do have a Gavin place. Let's see what you did. Let's not. I don't want to be talking Let's about that. Let's not go into it. <laughs> you don't have to talk about that. All right, but we were. But okay, so I hear Casey singing. I'm like, I think I know where this guy's going with this. <laughs> I think I got a good idea where he's going with this one. So, was it like? Was it like? Was it like when you hear uh, Daniel Johnston speeding motorcycle? Where you're like. <laughs> Fuck, man, like, I could hear if that guy had the Phil Spector wall of sound, like, what he would be doing, but he's just suggesting mm. that with his melody or whatever. See, the thing is, I, w- I immediately heard it as a really blown out, legit rocking, <laughs> really not present guitars. You didn't, you don't really know what's playing, really. It's just, it's just kind of mush, because that's kind of what a ghost is, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like it would, it would do that. So, once I figured out a couple of notes that sounded pretty good. Like pie filling? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's only three notes, right? Yeah. When Casey sung it, I think there was only two notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only two I got. It was only two. So I added one extra note, and I think it just took it up a little bit, but it was already there. The melody was already there, right? For sure. So we recorded it. I think we did three. I, then I, I taught Lauren the, the jam, and we, took, we did three takes of it. Shit. And take number two. That was nice. The money. That was the one. That was the money. Take number two. And then Blow your song out. that was stuck in your head was been stuck in our heads ever since. Yeah. yeah. And now your song that was stuck in my head, my song that was stuck in my head, <laughs> that was in your old head, that came back out into my head, is all I can think of now. Yeah. Like I walk around singing it. I sang it, I was singing it out loud enough the other day at work that someone's like, what are you even singing? Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> is it weird that you dreamed it and now it's real? Yeah. It's the best. Do Have you, you ever often? dreamed anything else into reality? Yeah. I, that's all I've been thinking about. Come on. <laughs> the power of my own dreams. Do you dream in song a lot? I, that's the first time it's ever happened. Oh, man. And I, like, You're I one for one. You're it. one for one right now. Let's do you dream going. in song ever? You know what? I, I have, and a couple of times. But the thing is, most of the time I'll wake up, I'll be like, that was fucking awesome. That was a good jam. Yeah. That's such a good jam that I'm probably just going to remember it in the morning. So <laughs> I just go back to sleep and I never think of it again pretty much. But one time I did, I did remember it and I was like, all right, I got to get up and write this down. So I got up, I wrote it down and I was like, this sounds good. And I, I was like, this sounds like a Ray Davies song. I was like, I was pretty, I was digging it. I was like, all right, this sounds cool. The next morning I woke up and I play it and I'm like, this is a fucking Tom Petty song straight up. It was a straight up. It was ex- it was, it was it, free falling. It was. It, I think it was. You're you're so bad. But it was like straight up Tom Petty melody. The guitar was the same, and I think I just changed the words. So that's what the Strokes I, did. And they had a hit record. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, I should pull it out. Just pull fucking, it out of the fucking yeah. suitcase. Tom Petty doesn't yeah. seem to mind. No, probably not. Yeah, I was I'm surprised up. he's still alive. So it doesn't. I mean, he's he's winning right now. Yeah. I, I woke up and immediately yelled for my wife to come into the room. It was like, I gotta sing this to you! Listen to me! Wait! Or I'm gonna forget. Was she already up? Yeah. She was like, what are you doing? What are you saying to me? Just listen! Well, Paul McCartney wrote um, Yesterday in his dreams. Keith Richards wrote Satisfaction. Yeah, Satisfaction wrote, woke up and broke that. You have joined the ranks again in this group. Going down in history. Add it to the Wikipedia. Damn. All right, guys. You want to take a? You want to listen to a call with us? You want yes. to take a call? Yes. I would love to hear. Let's it. do call Jams. number twenty-five. Twenty-five. Have we even played twenty-five? No. Yeah, we have. No, we not. I assure you, we have. Or is it twenty? It's 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 twenty-five. I'm gonna play twenty-five, and you're gonna be like, "All right, we play twenty-five." My dudes. I uh, saw a billboard that's pretty oh, exciting. Oh, My bad. McRibbon's back! <laughs> yeah, the McRibbon's back! Hey, telefriend. Uh, I apologize. I'm walking in the alley to my house, and these dogs are really not a fan of that choice. But um, I have like a not-dog-related question for you all. So I do cross-stitch as a young 20-something-ish lady who likes crafting and uh, putting curse words into really antiquated forms of needlework is fun. Um, but in the community, there's kind of two schools of thoughts about how you do the cross-stitch. Um, so there's one school. What do you think these two schools of thought are oh, about shit. putting oh. curse words into needlework? Oh, it's, a, it's the schools of thought about Yeah, she's, gonna, curse she's words about to say thought. what she's getting to, but I want you to... What do you think she's about to say? 
I thought she was saying there's like a knit one pearl two school versus a knit two pearl one school or something. That is not you think it's yeah, that is. <laughs> to be the one lady in the room that doesn't want to trust. Uh, oh, man. Huh. So you think it's a technical issue? I wonder if it's the same thing as like... You think we're the two people that she wants to... No, 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 I don't. Now, now that you say it, I... <laughs> that she has technical questions about cross-stitching. <laughs> and, and you just said that, that that's not what it is. I knew that. But I immediately was trying to think of, yeah, Bo, you're an idiot. That's yarning. Yarning. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, almost what came out of my head. <laughs> What do you guys think it is? I think it's like, yo, like, uh, like, uh, like there's, I imagine there's a fucking old school mentality that says that curse words, uh, dishonor the legacy of the craft itself. That's what I would oh, say. Oh, okay. Oh, I say, I say. That... I would disagree with it for the record. We'll see. I, I'm going to, I think that. Delineating some of the letters with asterisks, you know, you know what I'm saying. So it's oh, not, yeah. so it's not bleeping them out. Yeah, bleeping it out, but slightly. Yeah, and that that makes it okay. Is that is that the school of thought? <laughs> oh man, do you want to see what it is? Yeah. Do you don't want to weigh in? Well, isn't cross stitch? Isn't the history of cross stitch where young girls would learn their let learn their letters like they would cross stitch the alphabet and the numbers yeah, like the that's samplers. how they learn to read no, no they're, not, be, they're, be, they're practicing yeah there'd be samplers where yeah samplers just, they do a lot so of Casey knows oh, about cross stitch yeah my mom cross stitches <laughs> and we've got a bunch of samplers in our house where samplers. you would do just the alphabet then the numbers huh. and they'd usually have like your initials and the date they're on antiques roadshow a lot yeah ah, what do you get for a what do you get for a what do you get for a Seven sampler two. what do you got I got a sampler. Well, I've got the sampler. You're the. I thought we were doing. Like I'm talking a... about on Roadshow. <laughs> oh, this mm. depends. One of those weird. From. Depends on how antique it is. One of those fancy twins antique. comes in. Yeah. So you want it? Do you want it? Yeah. Cool. That uh, thinks you, the back of your project, so like the back of your stitches that no one really would ever see. Needs to be a hundred percent perfect. Like everything is just a straight line. All the colors are the same. You don't see any stray threads. You don't jump over any stitches. Like it is pristine, right? Curl. And the other school of thought is, fuck that. That's ridiculous. As long as the front looks cool, we're fine. So uh. I was wondering where you guys might fall on that spectrum, like. Does the back of our own cross-stitch lives need to be, like, perfectly straight and nice? Or as long as the front is okay, no one needs to worry about it. This is an interesting uh, question. I am looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Yeah, that is. Have a good one. That's an interesting question because I feel like the heart of it is uh, is what you present to the world sufficient or should you be what you present to the world at all times? That's a fucking solid question yeah the details yeah but who's looking at it necessarily you you know so just be honest with yourself you know in your heart yeah whatever you feel like is okay is okay like if there's a back it's a messy back it's a fucking messy back it's not there for you to see who are you to take my frame off and look behind my glass yeah my outside clothes might be clean but my underwear might be really dirty they are (laughs) mine are filthy Yeah, I'm a messy person. <laughs> Who gives a shit? But then again, I, I do see like the honor and the perfection of even having the back be pristine. You know, like 
Yeah, I'm sure I see. I'm on... and writers who are like, that's how they do shit, and that's to that's a laudable thing. I think that's the team I'm on because it's the team I aspire to be on. Yeah. But in actuality, I'm on the. I'm a hundred percent the messy back team. Does this? Yeah, I'm on the messy back side does as well. The, which side, <laughs> does that say like maybe you're a type A person or not? Yeah, is, is it a thing about if it's not right? There's something wrong with the world. Well, okay, so I mean, like, if it, if we're just talking about cross stitching, I remember I, I, I was. I, I believe we've left cross stitching behind. But, well, uh, yeah. but I'm saying to use another to yeah, mix yeah. this metaphor. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I was doing screen printing one time, and like, screen printers are all like hellified, like about the registration and fucking making it like super perfect. And I'm like, yeah. dog, if I wanted to make it perfect, I would. I have a laser printer, so like, <laughs> yeah. I fucking, I'm like, I like it to be a little. So you want a little bit of imperfection. A little bit fucked up. I, yeah, a little... What the, what the Japanese would call wabi-sabi. <laughs> Not to go back to... <laughs> <laughs> you look like you murdered somebody. What is so bad. <laughs> You're very upset about this call, aren't you? You're just punching tables. What... If we can go back to... If we can go back to We Got Ghosts for a second. Yeah, please. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not to harp on a, a classic no, piece of artwork. Steer it right back there. <laughs> but there's, um, I think, I mean, I forgot to cut out the bait. There's like a bass plane at the beginning. If you listen closely, yeah. not to not to point out all the Easter eggs, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's a lot of things. There's a lot of little, uh, yeah, there's a lot of little flaws in there. But it just, if it was perfect, if it was perfect, I would never listen to it again. That. Right, yeah. You know, if it was structured perfection, there's nothing for me to go back and be like, whoa, that's interesting now. I can listen to it one more time, look for something new. I'm I'm like trying to think of like an artist or of any type that that's their thing. Well, okay, because there's fucking like master chefs and shit that are all about fucking mise en place or whatever. Where like everything needs to be in its perfect place all the time, so that way I could easily do anything that I need to do and I can execute flawlessly. Like I think that's a fucking awesome thing to aspire to. Like really, yeah, I really do. I really do. I don't. I don't do it. Um, but I, I'd like to do it. You want to go insane? No, but it's like there's got to be something nice about like that's where that it's thing is. Like I, this is how you do this thing. Do those guys go home and they're... I don't like, need to make decisions <laughs> about this. It's the same reason why I wear a fucking white shirt and jeans yeah, to work every day. Like, <laughs> it's just a fucking decision I don't need to make. My brain is doing plenty. Thinking one thing off isn't such a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Also, the level of focus it takes to do that and to, to make a final product where you, you, you think that it's your most... It's the pinnacle of your yeah. skill set yeah. really says something, too. I mean, yeah. it's a constant. I mean, it's a constant challenge. Is it worth like if like if it's worth doing? Is it worth doing? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. My head hurts. Mine too. That was a, <laughs> that was a fucking conundrum. All right. You want a conundrum? Uh, give me call number eighteen. Call number eighteen. Yeah, I've got a question for Gavin. Um, I heard that if you play We Got Ghosts in reverse, it'll actually conjure up the spirits of dissatisfied callers to uh, call a friend. Uh, is this true? Uh, I'll take your uh, answer off the air. Thanks. Gavin, you want to weigh in on this one? Or? That is an idiotic question if I've ever heard one. 
What? What? Where are you supposed to go with this? Well, there, there's a simple piece of flawed logic there. There's no such thing as a dissatisfied color. That's true. Yeah, that's very that's very true. Well, okay. Here's here's something. Um, so I was I was recording that song, and Lauren and I picked out the best take, and then I was like, all right, I just need to add like one or two little things in here to make it sound more or less cooler you know right you know just to add some a little aesthetic a little texture turn up the cool um, factor and it, exactly and it was literally just texture of like a sound a guitar feeding back into the app ah. you know and then so i did it one time and i was like cool that's that sounds good listen to it and i was like whoa this kind of sounds like a dial tone whoa and so i did some guitar feedbacks like eight <laughs> to twelve more times for minutes on end, I think Lauren probably heard some of these. I heard it all. <laughs> but, I heard it all. but you know, I mean, I think it was—it's very fitting. But it's—it was kind of funny that just a little thing like that can just. Could you blow. conceivably? Because you know how you can play "Mary Had a Little Lamb" on a phone. Yeah. Do you think you could play three zero four five one eight jams on guitar? Heck yeah, I can. Uh, with 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 feedback, with feedback, <laughs> new challenge. Oh man, um, no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think with you guys here, we have to hear call number twenty-seven. All right. Call number twenty-seven. Hey, Casey and Bo. Uh, so when I called earlier, I forgot to leave you a jam in so I could get a jam out, uh, and I apologize for that, but I want to give you a choice of jams. So I would like to propose for the jam in two songs, uh, one being Clouds by the band Deep Time, and the other being 15 Minutes by Nick Kroll. Is it 15 Minutes? So. Uh, the first one is on an album whose name I forget, but the second album is called I Hate Jazz. They're both on Spotify, super easy to find. I definitely recommend jamming out to one or both. Live your life how you like. I'm not going to tell you the rules. I uh, can't wait to hear what you all think. Bye. Uh, it's a classic jam and jam out situation. Classic jam and jam out situation. So it's... Uh, hold on, just wait. Is, are you picking a jam? Are you picking one of those? It's between Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll? No, it is not. That is. It sounds like what she's saying. That would be amazing. It is actually. I looked it up. Can I pick a jam? It's got to be one of those two. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna pick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear? What was the first one called? Something cloud. Cloud something. Clouds. Clouds. By whom? Mm-hmm. Man. Run it back. Just Google clouds. I'm sure it'll come up.
I gotta jam out for this lady. Okay. Because it's the same cross stitch lady? Yeah, we're taking in. We took in Clouds by Deep Time, who had the same singer as who? It's the two people, it's two of the people from Yellow Fever. They're, they were, uh, they are still an Austin band, I guess. I don't know. They're awesome. Right on. And the Mike Kroll song's really good too. It's actually on my uh, work playlist I've got. Yeah, good album. Oh, good album. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, a jam out that also is an answer to the previous question. Like, probably not on the first line, but I'm just saying. The claw, the claw, the kangaroo. Relax, there's a big coup. Autour de nous, le sang coule. Relax, there's a big coup. À la mort, il y a foule. Relax, there's a big coup. I think these two songs will go together really well. Let's <laughs> 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 
Let's not. Let's cow, right, Lebu? Like anything with a beep, 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 with a kind of laser gunning noise. I'm not getting the message. Say what? Well, they try, what message are they trying to get across? <laughs> I don't get it. several years of French. <laughs> 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 culture portion more than I did the learning the language. Well, you're the ennui. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> had the soul of a French person, if not their language. Uh, that was Relax, Baby, Be Cool by Serge Gainsbourg. Oh, I wish you would have gave me the chance to guess the title of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was we don't things. usually do this. It was, it was so, we have guests in the studio, and we don't fucking, like, we usually, like, hear the, the yeah, we're going to do this song and then this song, and we fucking... Like plug them in. We don't usually like, don't listen to it. No, we usually oh, plug them in. Fool me. Inside baseball is what we're. All right. No, this is going so well. We Let's do take another call. Let's do it. Let's. Boo, you can pick number twenty-two or number twenty-three. Michael Jordan. Hi, telefriend. Uh, I've got a question for you guys. I feel like you guys might be uniquely positioned to <laughs> answer this question for me. And in fact, I think that you guys might be the most qualified voicemail-based podcast in the greater Austin area that may be able to answer this question for me. Uh, so, some friends and I like to get together at my house and sit on our back porch and, you know, have adult beverages and that sort of thing. And uh, we'd like to start having kind of a uh, drunken adult family game night. Gross. So I thought I would call the telefriend and ask if you guys might have two or three suggestions for fun games that could be played while porch drinking. We do have a table. Uh, around the $30 range would be great. Uh, yeah, so uh, help me out there. Thanks. Pinball machine. <laughs> Sounds good. I don't so like, like the idea of adult game night. That's. Gross. I think it's more like a bunch of people are hanging out. Like, how? Like, what's yeah, your handcuff budget? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of party. What a bunch of adults get in a room together. You think everybody's gonna start fucking? It's on a porch. Telephone's taking a turn. Dog, if you invited me to an adult game night, I'd be like, no, thanks. It's <laughs> a game night for adults. We're not playing adult games. Um. Well, I mean, between the two of us, I think you're the most uniquely qualified person. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe on your planet. I don't have adult friends. Well, are you do, so you're fucking outside. You don't want. You can't play Monopoly because this shit blows everywhere. Um, so no, like little piece of paper games. Yeah, definitely. And it sounds. And like, it's nighttime. Yeah, it's nighttime. And you're on a porch, so you also don't want like. 
like fucking like Ticket to Ride has all those little fucking train pieces. Like you don't want to. I think a perfect <clears throat> game for a bunch charades? of adults. Maybe having a few too many drinks. Gunfire play guns is whose anxiety for the future is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> We all win. <laughs> well, that game's going to be over fast. <laughs> Everybody wins. Oh, man. Um, do you guys have any games that you like? I'm trying to think. I can only think of a really lame game that I don't want to even suggest. What is it? Say you it. You know that big, huge tabletop Jenga? Like Monster Jenga? Monster Jenga. You know, it's like made with two by fours. Yeah. yeah. But this one should be made of cinder blocks. Cinder block Jenga. On cinder fire, Jenga. cinder blocks. Yeah. Jenga. And the center is on fire. There's yeah, a column around, of flames. Yeah, it's like a chimney. <laughs> chimney chimney Jenga. Jenga. So you're you're describing an just, outdoor fire pit. Right, but you're okay. building it as you go. Build okay. a chimney. Yeah. While it's in use. I'll just watch this game. Yeah. I, I'd sell that for $30. $30 chimneys. Well, 25 We want to get that pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't think so, so do you not have any like word games or like like parlor games? Yeah, like shit. It's like you're in a car on a walk. I got one. Harry Potter trivia. Oh. They make cards for that. HP trivia a cards set like Trivial Pursuit, but Harry Potter. Man, is that going to be shit? Like who was that one guy they mentioned in yes, the one is. time in that class? It's going <laughs> to be stuff like how do you call your Patronus? What is the spell? Expecto Patrono. Well, see, you guys would be great at this game. <laughs> mm. My wife took like third... Can you take another take on that? Yeah. <clears throat> My that? wife took like uh, for third place in the Geeks Who Drink Harry Potter trivia. See? It's, it's a thing. She's a ringer. She, she likes to play adult games. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying your she wife likes, likes to, to have a few cold beers on the back porch, play some adult games. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend that one. Harry Potter trivia. Um, Ever played a game called How Many Cigarettes Can You Smoke? <laughs> I have played that game. <laughs> um, but not anymore. It's for it. the best. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not $30. It's, yeah, you're going to save $30. <laughs> what about... Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> the game is just drink until you pass out. <laughs> well, I think it's just like, there's this game... Pass that... out on a porch. There's, there, I mean, there's games like there's like the actor game where one person says an actor and somebody says the movie. Uh huh. How does that go? In, you start else. and then. Okay, I would start with like saying <clears throat> a movie. Die Hard. Yeah, and then Bruce, I would. Bruce Willis. Then I would have to say a Bruce Willis movie. So, do you say Bruce Willis or you just say Armageddon? I would say Armageddon. Uh, and then oh. I have to say a Steve Buscemi movie. You have to say someone who's at Armageddon right, 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 who's yeah. not Bruce Willis. And it like narrows Good it down. Goodwill Hunting, you know. for instance. Oh. No, Goodwill Hunting is not in Armageddon. Fucking Ben <laughs> Affleck is in Armageddon. Then that's the oh, that answer is Ben Affleck. And then someone else could say... I thought we were going back and forth just <laughs> naming movies with common fucking actors. No, no. That's not how actor that game works. That's not movie, actor, movie, actor. Oh, so I say Die Hard, you say Bruce Willis, and then you say Armageddon? Yeah. Or yeah. I say... Well, there's there's four people. Still. Okay, so... Let's start. Actor, let's start actor, actor, movie, actor. Okay, I will start. All right. Jack Nicholson. And then it's going clockwise? Who counterclockwise. Whoever talks first. Batman. 
And then one of you will have to say someone who is in Batman. Kim Bassinger. Shit. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Star of the Stevie Nicks story. New York Nicks. Jack Nicholson. Wrong. We already God said Jack damn Nicholson. It. You're very bad at this game. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe don't play that game. <laughs> so there was one that me and my friends used to do. There's no losers in that game. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Wait, what? Where, horse facts? Did you say you played a game called Horse Facts? No. <laughs> you I live the game Horse Facts. It's not a game. <laughs> it's How not a game. How many horses do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to burn all my ideas for my other podcast on here talking about my Horse Facts. <laughs> reported that the second season of the Netflix original series Sensate is going to premiere in May and the news made me want to call you two because I wonder what you think of the Wachowskis personally I never really cared much about them back in the Matrix days but uh, ever since Cloud Atlas which I think they released in 2012 Uh I've become really enamored with their output and I've had a really hard time explaining to other people why that's the case, particularly because it doesn't seem that many people share that opinion. Um, lately, I think I've realized that it has something to do with the place of ambition in my life. So in my chosen career, in my yeah. selected profession, I don't really have the opportunity to reward people very much for their ambition. I have to judge them on the basis of what they actually produce rather than what they intended to produce or what they wanted to produce or their vision or anything like that. So I think for me, the Wachowskis are the place where I have gone recently to actually appreciate ambition in my life because even though I don't think what they have produced in the last couple of years is of exceptionally high quality all the time, it is unabashedly ambitious and there's something really compelling about that. So I guess this call really has two questions. What do you think of the Wachowskis? But perhaps more fundamentally, what is the proper reward for ambition Jesus. in this day and age? Uh, the right. answer to the second question is easy, which is the presidency. It's, it's well, yes. <laughs> first, first of all, <laughs> I want to point out that it, we use Google Voice for our voicemail collection, <clears throat> and it gives me a text dis- yeah. version of the calls. Every time it said Wachowskis, Wachowskis on there, it translated as house keys. <laughs> what do you think of house keys and house keys and ambition? Yo, I was talking about that yesterday. <laughs> about like, it's just trying yeah. to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Good night. End of the podcast. I'm out. We've achieved perfect joke. Wow. Next week. Casey and Lauren, tell a friend. <laughs> I can't argue with that. We'll be talking about horses and keys. Yeah, horse facts with Casey and Lauren. Yeah, so, like, I was just talking about that shit yesterday, about how fucking weird it is that keys are how things work. <laughs> I'm going to need a follow-up on that one, man. My 
dude. Let's get a follow up there. You know, but that is one piece of technology that's been, I mean, if you want to call it's it technology, for fucking forever. Ever. And it's like, we all just use a key yeah. to do shit. And then, like, the keys fucking trigger the correct tumbler pattern or whatever. That's fucking weird. It's a weird thing that caught on. I feel like we might be, like, right on the edge of a generation who, like, is post-keys. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. We're on the edge. Ocular scan key. Do you think that people who pick locks that have picked locks for hundreds of years well mm-hmm. people that picked locks hundreds of years ago were the first hackers oh shit good question that would be an excellent call for the show just yeah. a little, a little... We'll cut this out and I'll, <coughs> I'll call you right now cause fucking hackers <laughs> like historically are really into picking locks is the other thing huh that's a puzzle huh so was I the only kid who got obsessed with lock picking? No, I did that too. Like I taught myself how to pick all the like extremely simple, shitty little locks in my parents' house. I, I didn't. I, knew I, I used, one. I used to try to pick the lock to my school, like on on the weekend, and then I was like, "What? What the fuck? Why do I want to go back to what fucking the, school? What I am need more right now? <laughs> they can't teach me enough in this uh. place." That's the day I gave up lockpicking. <laughs> I and yo, I always thought that the credit card lockpick was shockingly effective. Yeah, like just the slip it around the mm-hmm. thing, and get it down in there. Can yeah, but that's not that? lockpicking. That's like that's scamming the door. Right. <laughs> do you remember that scene in Those door scams? Do you remember that scene in Sneakers where he's got to pick the the, yes. the keypad and then he just kicks the fucking door in? Yeah, I've done that. Kicked kick doors in? I kicked a door in once. That was pretty awesome. Like, to a place that you were supposed to be, or to a place that you just wanted to fucking be? <laughs> My roommate at the time had locked himself in our bathroom. This is a long-term scam. I've been pulled out. <laughs> 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 Guys, I'm a cop. Go along with it. Yeah, yeah, your roommate. Um, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I think that there is... Paul Thomas Anderson, and there's the Wachowskis. PTS. And those are the directors that are batting a thousand. I would mostly agree with that. I, fucking I the think, Wachowskis have never made a bad thing. Everything I think this they do is good. color is more correct in what the Wachowskis lack in like 100% meritable content they make up for and we're taking the biggest swings we can and they think, don't like, give a single fuck about it and that's awesome I think they it's hard don't to, care i think it's hard to level with paul timmons because all his stuff seems so particularly deliberate and like i don't think he's taking the swings you don't he's, think he's swinging for the fences the way that no the i don't think he's, are. i don't think he pushes huh. himself. i think he is tweaking what he is already very good at every time Getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit See, better. See, I think in Inherent Vice, he really loosens up. Yeah, and I think that's an outlier, but I think the house keys are every single time they step up to the plate, they're like, what can we change? Be it representation. I fucking love them. I love them fucking so much. Technology changes in filmmaking. They're just taking bigger steps versus maybe. Baby steps of change. Yeah, they want to do more than just make a good movie. They're yeah. working with a bigger point. What, are they pushing cinema? Further? Yeah, they're pushing cinema. They're pushing Ooh. expectations on what we can see. Yeah. Do you like, think there's things in Sense Eight yeah. that probably like your regular Netflix watcher is like a little stunned by? 
But what about well, like in a hundred years? What what are, which other movies are going to be like the remembered? Cla- the classics. All three Matrix movies for sure. Jupiter Ascending is the fucking best movie of twenty fourteen. It's okay. It's so goddamn good. <laughs> that movie's so fucking good. Speed Racer is amazing. Speed Racer is amazing. Um, I love Cloud Atlas too. I think, I, I fuck. I, I mean, if you ask me, all of them. But okay. so in reality, the first Matrix probably. There's a scene in Speed Racer, where Speed Racer is basically a live action cartoon. It's like super colorful. Everybody's over the top. Yeah. But there's this very serious scene where Speed is giving a emotional speech to his family, and he's like. Going around the room like I couldn't do without you, Pa, and like blah blah blah. And he gives him a little speech, and he's going around, and he's like, pauses, and he goes, "And you too, Chim Chim," and it shows the monkey, <laughs> those monkey noises, and it, they don't break it. It doesn't change the scene at all. It's like perfectly played, not as a joke. Just that's also a family member that he has to include. It's this fucking monkey. You, okay, so okay, it's genius. I think. I think the Wachowskis are a great example of how you should reward ambition. Okay. I think... I don't know that's true. I think they're getting less swings at the... Studio. They are now. But the way that you reward them... Amb- swings. I don't even fucking watch You're baseball. You're a baseball player. I don't like baseball. <laughs> I keep saying taking swings. It's like, like some Instead asshole. of opportunities? Yes. We'll put that on the board of things we can't say. Taking swings and nailed yeah. it? Yeah. Fucking, if I say nailed it again, you're all allowed to <laughs> yell at me. I think you, the appropriate reward for ambition is the freedom to pursue that ambition. Yeah. The ultimate go- goal of freedom of art is being able to make your art. Yeah. I, I that. think that fucking the, the Matrix trilogy gave them like a fucking $600 million line of credit. And it's about to run out, and, and they Jupiter's need to fucking hit. Smith <laughs> but, <Mario. laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like, yo, you got to make nine other wacky-ass movies because you made these three kick-ass ones. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. What, what do y'all think? I like the one with the, with the bullet time, slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> I think I haven't. I'm not sure if I've seen any of them. You not see the Matrix movies? I mean, I saw the freaking Matrix, but I I have to say I'm not a Matrix fan. I wasn't either for a long time because we Lauren is dressed like she's in the Matrix. You right really now. are. She <laughs> is dressed. Like what was her most Matrix. recent? What was her most recent? Well, you said Sin City. Sense Eight. Sense Eight is the Netflix TV show oh, they Sense did. Eight. Yeah, and like, it's pretty good. It's like not the most well acted mm-hmm. thing that I've ever seen in the world. Yeah, but it's super interesting and. Takes TV risks that you don't normally that see. you yeah, which were also like weirdly politically. They were like making these like political statement risks that like were immediately dated like three minutes after the show came out because of Supreme Court ruling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That, which but is okay. awesome. Yeah. Um, Gavin. Yes. And Lauren. Hey. Thank you guys so much for coming to Telefriends. Woo! Jams. Thank you guys. We've um we've gotten a lot of positive feedback from the jam itself. Yeah. It's it's up to number 5 on the K-pop charts. <laughs> so things Yo. are looking like they're coming out. Yeah, what's up? Is that the Casey charts? <laughs> the K-
Casey Pops. Do, do you got more jams coming out? Like non-Telefriends related jams? I'm saying, is there like jams in the works? Jams? Well, There's always jams in the works. Always jams in the works. Yeah, definitely. Been sitting on some jams for a while and we're getting a band together. What's the name of the band? I don't know yet. So if you have good band names, call up some jams. Lay them on the line. These... Three or four. Five, one, eight. Jams. 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 Casey and Bo will vet the names for us. And... We'll send you a report. <laughs> yes, yeah. and send us a report because that is way too much work for I us. Think yeah. Excellent band names is a wonderful reason for someone to call. Yeah, yeah, I'm always down for hearing some good band names. Um, I think you should call your band Cool Teens. Cool Teens. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I think we should call House Keys. I'm, house Keys. I'm not against any band names right now. I love. Yeah. Oh no, no. What else was it? What was the animal? <laughs> animal Prince, but P R I N C E. It's on the list. <laughs> animal Prince. And give your and callers give your your feedback on these two names too. Yeah, cool <laughs> teams, animal friends, three or four, five, one, eight jams. Yeah, and then we got some um, podcast wise, we've been getting some good um, responses too, because we have now signed a contract with WTF Podcast. Yes. So you know yeah. the parts when you know the parts of the podcast when he's playing guitar. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be you now. Gonna be me now. <laughs> the parts where he does. I am sad. Is gonna be you, Lauren. Yeah. Well, we're going to add drums. I'm going to look up some... Right, I'm going to go... We're gonna. He's going to fly us out there. We're going to go sit in the garage. I'm going to look up some guitar tabs on his computer. We're going to knock it out. Yeah, it's and I'm going to be like, hey, what the fuckers? What the house keys? What the house keys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're good. No, but thank you guys for Thanks, having this us. Fun. Thank Thanks, you for coming back. If you need some jams in the future, you know... Yeah, keep on love. dreaming, Casey. Keep on dreaming. <laughs> I mean, I stop for the rest of the episode I'm just going to take a nap <laughs> <laughs> thanks buddies bye. bye bye yo I've gotten more fucking text messages and tweet mentions during this episode of Telefriends than ever before in my life combined that's a pretty great problem yeah I guess you know what I got <clears throat> what's up I got tons of things for fucking Lorna Gavin. Yeah. How fucking cool of them. That How was... cool of them. How cool of them. Of them is it that <laughs> It's totally cool. I'm like super pleased with our uh, how our, our first contest is working out. Yeah. It's still open. Is oh man. It's open season on fucking We Got Ghost calls. Yeah. We can still do a couple We Got Ghost call, calls and Yeah. I'm ready whenever. All right. Square up your shoulders. Deep mm-hmm. breath. Take a sip of your thing. and I don't have it. Okay. That's why you're not burping. Not yet. And uh, keep them in your mind and play call number 19. Keep the burps in my mind? No, our guests. Uh, hey, this is Gavin. Um, I just wanted to thank Casey and Bo for having us come into the studio today. For a very thoughtful and professional interview. Um, that being said, I got to inform you guys that uh, Telefriends has been using and distributing our version of uh, We Got Ghosts without permission. What? So that infringes upon our copyright and what? also our patent that we have on the melody We Got Ghosts. Therefore, you should be expecting to be served papers in the near future. Um, just felt like this was the best time to bring this up. But uh, thanks again, guys. Really, really enjoyed it. So, why didn't they just bring the papers with us? The contest is over, I guess. I guess. 
you know what? No, I'm married to a lawyer. Yeah. And this is my intellectual property. It's this literally my intellectual dream. property. My subconscious property. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for coming. But yeah, thanks for coming. I hope you don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've only got one call. We've this long road of episode 10. Man. Comes Yo. to an almost end. With way down the list and call number 28. 28. Coming right up. Hey, Casey and Bo, this is Audrey Hamoy. And this is Nick Shirk. Uh, and we are from Wax Pathetic. Um, we wanted to invite you to our December 27th show. To we should mention we're a podcast. We're a podcast, and we want you on our podcast. Hey, why not do it? December 27th, we're oh. going to talk about our albums of the year. Mm-hmm. And our jams our of the jams year. Of the oh, year. shit. And who likes jams besides us? Uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend, do. We do like And we like uh, looking at things from my perspective, like uh, we're both podcasts in Austin. And yep. uh, if you turn down this invitation, um, enemies we're forever. fucking enemies. So, uh, <laughs> so why don't we uh, make this happen? Uh, we just be tell a friend. Have your people call our people. Uh, otherwise, you're dead to us. Goodbye forever. Love you too. Maybe. Yo. Let's do a crossover. How fucking cool! It, episode ten, man. So we we had guests in the in the studio. Yeah, we're gonna be, be guests. guests. Bookends. Yo, are you? They want to talk about jams. I'm yo. I'll talk about jams anytime, anyplace. What do you think we should wear? Oh, should we like? Do we have to get dressed up? Should we wear? Do like, we, is there like clothes? a tel- is there is there like a telefriends outfit that people are expecting us to have? Like, Shit. should we wear matching? We should probably plan this. Yeah. What should we... Like, overalls? All right, so... (laughs) Yo, that's fucking awesome. I'm stoked to be on Wax Pathetic. I'm super excited. Like, this is a podcast I've listened to. It's a podcast in Austin. Yeah. I like talking about anything, and you like... Know things about music. Kind of. We're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. That's fucking awesome. Yo, Thanks it, so much for the invitation. Like, we gladly accept. Don't be our enemies. We'll be there and don't kill us. Don't murder us. Um, that's fucking awesome. That's fucking awesome. December 27th. When's that? Two days after Christmas. Yes. Yeah. So, like, if anybody wants to call and su- like in the next couple days and, like, make some suggestions. Yeah. On... Maybe they're James of the Year. Jam of the know. Year. We might I, bring I, that up. I, I fucking know what my Jam of the Year yeah, is. Yes, I know what mine is, too. It's We Got Ghosts. <laughs> I'm 100% playing, making them play We Got Ghosts on their podcast. <laughs> That's fucking going to be great. Yeah, if we'll we don't get, get sued. Double sued. Yeah. I'll get them sued, too. Yeah! We're all going down in flames. It's like that uh, horror movie, that you, The Ring, but of suing with songs. The podcast. No. What's the ring? Why? Because you saw the image of her. I didn't see yeah, this movie. The, I, I don't either. like I didn't horror see movies. That one. It's like you watch a thing, and then what, I wonder girl if it's like a thing that we gives you a ring. <laughs> and like and now we're married. It's about marriage. Uh, that's exciting. I'm excited. I'm happy to do it, and I'm honored to be an honor. I'm keeping that table slam in because that's how excited I am. Do you think it's a trap? Yeah, we're gonna die. Yeah. Well, that's episode 10. We did it. We fucking did it. One more time. 
There it is. Yeah. We fucking did it, Case. Yeah, man. I'm super happy. Ten things is a thing. Yeah. Even though this is technically the 11th. But ten things are a thing. Um, in honor of episode 10, I'd like you to tell me ten things you hate about me. You don't own ten things I hate about you, the movie. That's numbers one through ten. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taku, for use of your song, Supposed to Do. Off the album. Chronic? Yep. <laughs> so I have to do what you love. That's it. It is the, the one I should remember because that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing what we love. Taku does what he loves. Wax Pathetic does what they love. And we all do it together. Gross. Man, why are you going to make it dirty? Fucking adult games and doing <laughs> things together. <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for calling and listening. Yeah. And being in rating and reviewing and like so i don't know if, how many people know how fucking podcasts like well i don't, I don't know how podcasts fucking work but i know how ours works how does ours i don't like yeah. the only way we advertise about it is like you and i fucking do the work we fucking social media posts and we we talk about it to everybody we run into we handed out we, we handed out flyers i printed out some flyers yeah we got we got some business cards i made business cards we yeah. made business. I'm not trying to. I'm no, saying. No. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's. I it's a joint thing. effort. Yeah, but. So the only way that people are going to hear about us is word of mouth. For real, the only way people hear about Telefriends is if you tell and, them about we, it. We want to grow and get even more amazing callers and. Yeah, more amazing callers, more amazing guests, more amazing opportunities, like. Because yeah. It's fucking Telefriends is one of, yeah, like you say, it's like for real one of three things I think about. Like, yeah. I think about, no, I was about to say, I think about eating, but I don't. Yeah, me neither. I think about whether or not I have to work tomorrow. I do. Uh, I gotta work tomorrow. Fuck, I almost made it, I almost made it a whole episode, but then I didn't. No, I think about your gross burps, and there's four things. And there's like, it, like, it, like there's a heartburn associated with it right now. Like, it's like, that was like a bad burp. You don't. Look, you look rough. Mm-hmm. I don't. Anyways, I might barf on you. I think of three things. Yeah. I think about my work schedule. Yes. I think about my pregnant wife. What? And I think about telephones. Your wife is pregnant. Like really pregnant. Whoa. Hey, yeah. congratulations, telephone. Yeah. yeah, man. New edition of the telefam. Heck yeah! I want to be uh, searching for a new kind of call pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. That's whoa. But yeah, man. Basically, what I'm trying to say is like everybody tell who you can. Like, oh yeah, it helps us out and makes us super stoked to do as many things as we can. Word. So yes, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for telling a friend. This is when you do the signature sign off. As always. <laughs> Like we say on every episode, that classic bit. <laughs> Man, we gotta nail this down. Mm-hmm. We really do. We're still taking those calls. Uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.
Yeah. 